Hey everyone, welcome to Black Women with Opinions, the podcast. I'm Eb. I'm AJ. And I'm Sia. And this is a safe space for black women to give their unfiltered opinions about anything and everything. We hope you're ready for a good time. Okay. Welcome to Black Women with Opinions Podcast. We're so happy to have you here. Yes. Yes, everybody. We are so happy. It's been a long time coming, ladies. Yes. Ladies. We've been thinking about this Howdy. forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. So, you know, it's funny that we just had this dream like a couple of months ago, and now we are doing it. It's a whole thing. I've had this dream for years, though. Same. Same. So, been saying. I feel I like divine timing. That part. What do you guys think? I agree. 100%. Many of you all may not know, but we've been friends for years. Yes, half our lives at this point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we've been out of school for 12 years. That's insane. Well, out of high school. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> Where we met. Yeah. No. High school? You and I met in high school. I mm. feel like we became friends in that gym class. Yeah. That epic gym class. Did we class. meet in middle school? I feel like we might have. Did you go to high school middle? Yes. Yeah, I went to Hazelwood Middle, too. So I think we I. knew of each other, but like we really like started hanging out in high school. Yeah, because we ran... It used to be a big circle that yeah. we had. It used to be a, lot, a of lot of us. It used to be like 10 of us. Yeah. You could even more. Yeah, you could even see it in like those photos that, y'all, that yes. we just saw on Facebook. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We look so cute. Yes. I was like, I thought I was fat back then. Right, that part. I was actually take me back to that. Body. Take was, me back to that. I was actually, I was actually a little, a little snagging the snack. Look, look what I was doing. Right right and now, well, you know what, honey. Let's not go there. We this is not the gym episode. episode. No, mm-hmm. not today. We'll come back okay. to that. We'll circle back. Well, how does it make you feel that we started our first podcast? Like, how do you want to put that into words? How does it make you feel? I think I feel grateful. Mm-hmm. Because it's been something that we've wanted to do for so long, just like individually, and then kind of came up as in conversation. It was like, really? I want to do something like that. Like, that's, I've been talking about this for years with multiple different groups, and of course, nothing ever really came to fruition. And now, just to have this set up, us sitting here right now doing this, like, I'm like, okay, look at us. We doing some shit. Look at us. Same. Because I was, <clears throat> people were like encouraging me to do it like solo, but I didn't want a solo podcast. I always wanted a, a girlfriend's podcast. Like I would pitch it to like several people and I would be like, I want this to be like a virtual best friend. Like when you come and you listen to this right. podcast, you like, they're my girls. Exactly. I love them. Like they are, you know, they yeah. are real. They are authentic. They actually talk about the things that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. They not super political. They not super, you know. Because the thing is, it might not be quote unquote correct, but it's still how I feel. Yeah, and so which is why we called it with opinions. With opinions, because like there's no buttholes. Everyone has one. Exactly. (laughs) Nobody's saying that we did fact checks on this. This is what we're saying. This is how we feel. This is what we think. And right. that is also allowed to change because what I thought absolutely five, when I, what I thought five years ago is not what I think today. Okay, I love the saying: "If you knew me last year, you don't know me, you this, don't know year. me this year." Because yes. I am constantly changing. Yeah, y'all know that yes. I am constantly changing. As we should, though, right? Yeah, as you mature, I think you definitely get to change your perspective on things. Mm-hmm. As you go through things, you get to change your perspective on things. Because if I don't go through certain things, I may not be able to see it how you see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your experience definitely has a lot to do with how you think, feel, and move in this world. And that's going to change from year to year, month to month, depending on what's going on in your life. 
So I that's was, why I really uh, fell in love with the opinions part of it because yeah. I was like, I really like if you're offended, baby, that was not the that was not what the intention was. Right. Yeah. I was. If you feel to. sad, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to make you sad. This is just my opinion. And guess what you get to do? Take it or leave it. Yeah. And yeah. also get to have your own. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that is going to be one of the best parts about this podcast is once. You know, people really start listening, and yeah. we get to have their opinions and yes. share their opinions or our opinions. Yes. I'm just so ready for a space for black women to be uninhibited with their opinion, right, wrong, or indifferent. Yes. I don't care. I want to hear it. I want to discuss it. I want to have fun talking about it. It does not have to be a fight to express opinions that may not differ. Yeah. Maybe you know, you and I know. Yes, we know. <laughs> we know. We, uh, for you all out there who don't know, um, and I can get very, very passionate. Um, and I'm usually what I the middle say. ground. Yes. But that's okay. <laughs> yes. That's all right. But I think, like, I'm, I think if I had to pick a word, it's really to be, I feel honored, you know, because mm. I just mm-hmm. feel like so many black women need a space to come to. They may not have friends. Their friend groups may be small. Their friend groups may be transitioning. And they just need a place to come and just have a laugh yep. or just hear somebody else's opinion or have the bravery to express their own opinions okay. because I am every day getting better. You all know yes. at expressing my opinion because I'm the person that will hold it in <laughs> to the death of me and not I say I how not. I feel. I know. I know. I'm working on it every day. It's only certain situations where I will hold my mule. Mm-hmm. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I don't want to hold and harbor mm-hmm anger, disdain, whatever it may be, especially if it's something that can be squashed in. Because sometimes, literally, people just don't know that they are hurting you mm-hmm. or making you feel some type of way with what they say. They have no idea. No, and if and you, you... think they do. Yeah. You assume It's they common do. sense. You right. should know. Yeah. That's not fair. Right. Yeah. You don't know everything. Just like, I don't know everything. Right. right. One thing I have learned is that Everybody grew up different, mm-hmm. which means what is quote unquote normal to everybody is different, yeah. or what is acceptable is different. And so, just because what you did to me feels like that is absolutely not okay for you, that may be something you do every Monday and Wednesday. And so, or, really having to communicate that is so important. Right. Or I have walked into situations where people, the dynamics with their parents, yeah. it's like they cuss at each other and it's yeah. cool. And my mama would knock me to the floor. Child. She still tries to regulate what I say. I'm Child. like, girl. Listen, listen. Because my mama told me, Shankar, how grown I am. I ain't never grown enough to get an ass with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How you still <laughs> threatening me? You going to go to jail. Ma'am. <laughs> Me and my sister be telling her, don't forget who picks your home, ma'am. I tell my mama that all the time. I be like, I'm the oldest. They can't tell me what to do with you unless they come in the steal you. I be like, I'm going to put you in the one where they hit you. You, you hit me, I'm putting you in the one that hit you. Oh, man. Well, everybody, I think we are just so excited to have this opportunity. We're just so excited to get everything going. And we hope you're ready for a good podcast episode. That's all we have to say. Yeah, We're yeah. going to start off with the drink of the day or something to sip on. Yes. So in this, in this segment, <laughs> we're always going to have something to sip on. We have a little drink recipe for you. So if you want to go make it, if you got something similar at home. Okay, let's sip along. Let's <laughs> sip along, hey. honey. Because we just want you to take care of yourself. This episode is all about taking care of yourself. Yes. Woo, take woo, care woo. of yourself. Take care of yourself, sis. So let's give you our little recipe. So our recipe starts off with Bacardi Island Punch. It's a pink, just it has a good, a really good taste to it. It has guava, hibiscus, 
prickly pear and lime flavors in it. So you take one shot of that, and then you take Stella Rose, Stella Berry. You need about two shots of that. And then you need some Fresca. Now, I know somebody's going to come for me in the comments <laughs> saying, Fresca, why are you drinking that old people drink? Don't come for me because I love me some Fresca, okay? I'm raised by some older people, <laughs> so I always have some old drinks in the house, okay? Just leave me alone. Fresca never going to miss, and it actually makes this drink taste pretty good. So. My problem is you don't stock other people drinks in the house leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> they, they over here you all all I have is diet this diet that oh no fresca. I hate it I hate it <laughs> now the fresca now I'm not gonna lie to y'all now the fresca actually really complimented this drink and set it off it gave it that I agree je ne sais quoi I like that part <laughs> And did. Yeah, it gives it like a fresher thing. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. the Sprite might have been a little bit, even yeah. though that is our drink of choice, child. We call it healing, healing Sprite. sprite baby. Yes. Come the, healing, the healing Sprite. Sprite, if you're out there and you want to sponsor. Okay, okay. listen. Sprite, okay. Sponsor. Okay. Uh, can I get some Canadian cola? dry, yeah. too? Uh, please. Ginger ale. We'll take it. You love ginger ale. But I do think that the fresca does a little something, a little razzle dazzle for the drink. A little something. Um, it's elevated, it makes it, it elegant. Thank you know, you, I yeah, mean, you are like, it. okay. Yes. And if you don't drink or you don't drink alcohol, I think a great option too would be like a prickly pear syrup, like paired with the fresca because mm-hmm. you feel, get the taste. So, get for anybody vibe. out there that doesn't drink, so yes, yeah, because yes. the fresca is what grapefruit, mm-hmm. so they would complement it really nice. Yeah. So, ladies, what do you rate it on a scale from one to five? One being like, please don't ever give this to me again, Lord, and five being like, yes, I like this. For sure, a five for me because I don't like to taste alcohol. And this does not taste like alcohol. It just tastes like juice, which is a dangerous combination for me. But that's how I like it. I like my drinks to sneak up on me. I don't want to know that I'm drinking. This one will sneak up on you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, we, we That's why I'm only gonna have pour. one. So I'm gonna have one. We watched you pour the Bacardi. So we we yeah two have been two shots. You sure that was I two? Definitely it was like more it was like, more like three, four. but you know you were you were pouring like a Las Vegas bartender. Yes, that was <laughs> he was trying to get tips. Goal. That's okay. Um, I think I would rate it like a four point five because okay. unlike Sia, I like the taste of alcohol. And um, so a little, like a, I would probably pour a little heavier if I didn't have things to do tomorrow. But since the alarm clock is set for very early, yes. we're going to stick with this combination. But I do, I do enjoy this and I would have this again. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. And you, ma'am? I give it a 4.5 too. Okay. You know, I just, you know, it needs a little something for me, but I'm a hard critic on myself. So, you know. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. A little somewhat like, like edible glitter or something. Some edible glitter, a lemon. A little garnish. A little garnish would have done something. Right. Some razzle dazzle. So if you're at home and you want to add something more to it, make sure you let us know what you add. I think they make it. you, I think they make you feel better when you add garnish. Yeah. I think it make it, I mean, think it make it taste better. Because like, you want ooh. it to taste good and look, <laughs> look at, good. Look it makes you feel good. Yeah. Look at what I did. Look. Mm, I created. I did this at my house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and not for $10. And not for $12. Okay. Exactly. Not with your $10 tip. No. Nope, none okay. of that All right. Well, speaking of that, too, you know, what What um, about snacks or, like, drinks helps you get through your self-care? I know me. Like, if I have a good snack, if I have a good drink, it could be a stressful day, honey. 
but you give me some, you know, some ice cream, some Hagen dazs ice cream. <laughs> now, I know that's not the best or the healthiest. So if you're a health, you know, health person, like. So sorry, you about to be disappointed I'm in this sorry. area. Girl, in my old age, my snacks are turning against me. And I'm really <laughs> upset by this. <laughs> Things that I could just, like, consume and no be problem. okay. We can't do that anymore. Our, my stomach is like. I'm not iron. <laughs> Boo. <Yeah. laughs> you're you're getting you're up there. Feel good after you eat that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. I think my favorite like comfort food snacks mm-hmm. is a strange combination. Okay. Um, but I like all of the different salty, sweet, cheesy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like the chocolate covered pretzels. Oh, okay. With the sour cream and cheddar ruffles. And I just mix them in a bag. That sounds, that sounds good, pretty though. good. And baby, when I tell you this snack, <laughs> I don't care what I'm feeling. It hits all the buttons for me. Mm-hmm. You know somebody's going to go mm-hmm. into the store right now. As mm-hmm. they should. And you're welcome. <laughs> I'm like that with pickles, though. Like pickles, pickles. and candy. Like mm-hmm. it really does something to me. I'm like, so you with like, the vinegary and the yeah, salty the sweet, of the pickle, yeah. with the sweet, is always just top good. tier. Top tier for me. Do you ever do like the um, peppermint pickles? I love the Kool Aid pickles. I used to do those so all good. the time. Yeah. Yeah, I had a whole childish moment the other day. You we did. had that Country Time lemonade mix at the house, mm-hmm. and I had a pickle, and I was like, you know what would be good? Did you dip it? I did. <laughs> And it was amazing, and I felt so nostalgic, and I felt so good after it. It just had, I was like, I was walking around. That sounds like a good black time. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was walking around, and everybody was like, what you smiling for? I was like, I got a pickle. I got a pickle. Hey. Like, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that sounds man. like a good a good time. Oh, it was. That sounds like a cookout. That sounds that like does. granny in the kitchen making some greens. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what that's feeling like. But that's part of my, like, self-care is I like to be a little bit uninhibited yeah. for self-care. Like, when I'm by myself and I got, like, the house to myself and stuff, I'm a little uninhibited. And that's where my self-care is because I am pulled in so many directions a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I'm by myself and I can do something childish. That's You're just me. It. You know, I could do. I can't show it to my kid now. Right. <laughs> be doing it all the time. She'll be like, why but, I can't do this? But I can, however, do it by myself. I know that's right. Well, you just give me some good old ice cream, any kind of ice cream, y'all. Any kind. I wish. And I know it's going to, you know, this 30 year old body doesn't like it. <laughs> but soon. I'm going to do it anyway in the privacy of my own home. Right. right. Like I'm going to, to a private okay. restroom after yes. I eat this. Okay, yes. But okay. I'm going to eat this ice cream and I'm going to enjoy every ounce of it. I, you know what I do now? I But it's still bad because I buy like the little tubs. You know, I don't buy yeah, like the, the, the little Hagen Dazs tubs. Yeah. And I'm only going to eat half of mm-hmm. it. But, uh, well, it's a part of self care sometimes. So, unfortunately, if I get no, under certain influences, yeah. the whole around. tub is going. Yeah. This is where I get in trouble because I will have, I have a special concoction at a Cold Stone Creamery. Mm. And uh, my hubby knows my order and he will go get it for me and he will give me the love it, no, gotta have it. Yeah, the big one. Mm -hmm. And they used to, they apparently they didn't cut down, baby, but they used to make too much. So then I would get a gotta have it with like a love it Mm -hmm. and it'd be two of, and I could just. The whole thing, girl. My sister In go get sitting, that's dinner. My sister go get the pint. I'd be like, 
See, that's dangerous because yeah, I will you, eat it. The whole pint. Why do you have this? Because it's just. You know what? My favorite ice cream is bluebell ice cream, and they do not sell it up here. But no, when I don't. say I will mess up a tub of bluebell bell ice cream, it's so good. Oh my goodness! Like the best ice cream you can buy in the store is bluebell to me. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. I don't think I've ever had it. Ooh, Ooh. it's so good. It's so rich. <laughs> Ooh, it's cr- it'll have you comatose though. It I've really heard nothing is. but amazing it's reviews. Creamy. But I just never, listen. Growing up, my daddy bought that Prairie Farms, the big old tub with the three. Well, they don't sell child. it. They don't sell it up here because <laughs> it's the same. It's the same amount as the other ones. They don't sell it okay. up here. Like they have a, how do I know? They have a uh, <laughs> creamery up here in like Illinois or something uh-huh. because a previous partner used to go get it from oh, for okay, me. Okay, and I used to. Thank you so I much. wish, yeah, I <laughs> wish I had the um, wherewithal to go get it myself, but, but I don't. No, I don't. No. I'm not that motivated. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drive. And so. Right. Yeah. All right, you all. We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. All right, everybody. We are back. We are back with our Black Girl Shout-Out segment, our Black Women Shout-Out segment, and we want to shout-out Shakari Richardson. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Let's talk about Shakari. <laughs> Shakari Richardson became the fastest woman in the world. Ahead of the Tokyo Olympic sprinter, Shakari Richardson made headlines when she was suspended after testing positive for marijuana. This week... Richardson won the world championship in the 100-meter dash, breaking her personal record. I mean, ladies, I just think she is amazing. How yeah. Like, I'm just so proud of her. Like, she literally just had the biggest comeback. I think we've seen in the minute. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. She killed that shit. Like, it's, it was so incredible, inspiring. Baby girl did that, hands down. She did. Mm-hmm. I've just never seen, like... Somebody just come back so effortlessly and like she just came back and like she just killing the game and like she she just I just love how she congratulated the other women yes. that like ran right beside her. It was just such a beautiful thing. Like, you know, we were just saying earlier that women like don't congratulate each other or mm-hmm. like they always wanna see, especially black women, just be against each other. Yeah. And that's she just broke that narrative along with the other ladies that ran too because they were outstanding. Yes, yes. So. The narrative that black women have to be enemies and can't be on the same team. And even though it's like, clearly they're obviously on different teams, but still also rooting for each other. Like a win is a win. Right. And where's the Issa Rae? I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> everybody black. <laughs> and literally, it was just a lineup of beautiful black women yes. just like... Showing out and being very, very fast, honey. Being very fast, honey, because they all are runners and all are track stars. Okay. And I could barely run up the street, but, no, yeah. you know... Running you know. is not my ministry. I, that's not, that's not, but... But for Shakari, it is. Okay. It is. It is, has been, and still will be. She is killing it. I really love the black women camaraderie. Yes. I do. I love that they had a friendship or a budding friendship or sisterhood. Because as to your point earlier, I think you were saying that they all are having a unique experience. Mm -hmm. That a lot of people cannot share that same experience. Right. Or of even being an Olympian. Yeah, yeah. Or and being on that big platform where everybody is watching and critiquing you. Like, that's everybody. hard. I don't like people critiquing me at any point. But you are on the main stage at the Olympics, world stage, and everybody got something to say. And it's so much pressure. Yes. It's so much pressure. I just know that, like, 
so many women like we all crack under pressure sometimes mm-hmm. but the fact that like yes we're all running yes we all want to win it's going to be one it's mm-hmm. only going to be one but we're still going to take the moment to congratulate each other and really build each other up for this accomplishment because we're it's, at the, the, it's the support yeah. yeah black women supporting black women because a lot of the times it's like they pit black women against each other mm-hmm. like nobody can be good enough you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. like oh, there can only be one yeah you won so now everybody else gonna hate your goods and that should not be the case ever yeah that ever, part ever i just know that like i'm looking at their metrics right now so shikari she won uh, she ran the 100 meter at 10.65 seconds um her um her partners are her jamaican partner shakira jackson she uh, won the silver medal at 10.72 seconds and Shelly Ann Frazier, she won the bronze at 10.77 seconds. Ooh. Like I said, you Girl. know, I can barely. stand up and turn around, baby, that fast. Hello, <laughs> I'm going to stand up. It's going to take 10 seconds. There's some bad girls. Listen, okay. Congratulations, just, ladies. That's amazing. They should just be so proud of themselves and just running, just all the training, yes. all the pressure, all the things that they have to do endure with their families. It's yeah. just. Because this doesn't just start the day of the race. No. They start training for this months and months and months prior to ever setting foot on that on that main stage exactly. they are preparing their bodies mentally and physically and really having to dedicate themselves to get that done and i just feel like they get all the gold stars if you ask me yeah. <laughs> I, I, I loved it i was really proud yeah. yeah i was really proud i was proud like when i watched that alabama fight i was like ah! I was like, oh, I was like go little rock star. <laughs> like, I, I really enjoyed it. Oh yes. man! Yes. And I just want to take a moment to highlight her style because Shakiri is just like killing it with her style, Baby. her nails, her hair. Okay, let's talk about this hair, honey, because okay, she just said I'm gonna snatch this off <laughs> and these braids, honey. You're gonna see these. That part. But they were good braids, though. They, they were, were brand beautiful. new. Parts was crispy. Baby girl knew what she was doing. Whoever she braided them braids knew what they was doing. They yes. they had the good gel. Yes. But I, I really enjoy her showmanship as well. Yes. It's not too cocky. It's no. not overly you know what i'm saying it's confident she she is confident yeah. and she's backing up what she's saying that though. part she let y'all know last year okay she was the fastest mm-hmm. we know she got disqualified for marijuana okay yeah. but <laughs> she still came back and she showed she backed up everything that she did last she year did. and they they were calling her out they thought she was going to they lose, thought it was over fall by the wayside mm-hmm. Oh. They were throwing so much dirt on her name. Yeah, like she was like a straight crackhead. It's like, yes. damn, why y'all acting like Baby Girl was shooting up in the bathroom before she came out? It was some weed, and it had happened well before the race. I mean, I don't know if anybody noticed, but marijuana stay in your system for a very long time. Yeah, it does. One of the longest you, drugs. Mm-hmm. So some of them, I saw that. some of baby girls over there might have been snorting lines a week before, and it's out their system. Cocaine gets out of your system in like a day, like twenty four hours. Did you know that? No, girl, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was looking up the stats. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Yeah. Of course, because I be watching, you know, the ticket at top. Yeah, and, <laughs> they will have you down a rabbit down hole, a rabbit hole, researching on the internet. Like, is that true? Really? Is that Let me true? try. What Let you, me look. What you all saying, baby? Yeah. TikTok will have you looking at some stuff. But I just know if she was a different color, that would have been a different story. They would have. Mm-hmm. Oh well, mm-hmm. it's okay because Come look what now. happened with Michael Phelps. Exactly, another Olympian. That's who they kept aligning the story with. They're yeah. like so. You're going to let Michael Phelps slip through. But, but Shakari came. And again, 
we don't make you faster. No. Girl. Um, <laughs> anybody that has ever partaken knows that weed is going to slow you to hell down. You're yes. going to be sitting down somewhere. You're going to want a good snack, and you're going to want a nap shortly after. It is not an upper. It's not an upper. <laughs> so, like, to even have the thought that it would be some type of advantage is comical to me. Yeah. But I understand that there are rules, and they have to be followed. And I also appreciate the fact that when the, when it happened, she did not make excuses for it. Yeah. Right. She, she said, was great. She was so great. She was like, I know this was a mistake. I know I shouldn't have been doing it. I was going through a tough time. My mother recently passed, and I was just coping. But she never mm-hmm. made an excuse about it. She understood. She took her punishment with pride. She kept her head held high. Mm-hmm. She took a she took what what maybe looked like a break, but she went back and she went back to the gym, baby. Yeah, exactly. And she was not playing and you games. Can tell. And she came back and she whooped ass. She did. And mm-hmm. I am here for it. She really did. And speaking of that, you know, I just know that all of what she went through and it just dis- her being disqualified really probably got her down you know yeah. and all in life you know sometimes as women we get knocked down things tear us up you know life gets the best of us so yeah. i'm just wondering like in those moments like when we get down how how do we handle those situations and how do we take moments of self-care or we take care of ourselves in those moments how do we do that well, I would say that my self-care is definitely, like, getting my nails done. Mm-hmm. I love to get my nails done. Yes. Hey, Jocelyn. <laughs> uh, it's my girlfriend and my nail tech, and just hanging out with her and being able to talk to her freely. She's, like, somebody who's so easy to talk to. She is. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the whole family see her now. Yes. But just uh, being able to hang out with her, get pampered a little bit, and just really enjoy myself in that way and then also doing absolutely nothing I like to lay in the bed and watch my show with my snacks and not have any type of obligations that part yes because I I will get on that couch and I will roll into the couch okay like in my mind I think I'm watching the show but really the show is watching watching me (laughs) and I'm okay with that I will set an entire show you all I will set time I'm like I'm gonna watch this series and the series ends up watching me I turn back on I'm like episode 9 right how do we get here I just started I'm going to need a recap video now. Sometimes you just need that rest, and it's so important to acknowledge that as women. I think we just need rest sometimes. That's just a huge part of self-care. I know for me as well, it's just like the fact of having a hobby or something outside mm-hmm. of my life because like I'm I really am like I'm career driven and mm-hmm. like I'm just really into that and the other aspects of my life, and sometimes I can make that the essence of me, mm-hmm. and then I have to check myself and know that I have other layers of myself and there's other things that I love to do that I can pour into so one of my things is I love records I love vinyls (laughs) and I was just telling my girls like when I go to a store when I go to a record store like my family and my friends know if you call me and that's where I'm I'm you know just leave me be I'll call you back back. (laughs) I'm looking you know I'm looking for the Stevie Wonder vinyl and I have to find it yeah (laughs) if I can't find it I have old school parents you also you know I (laughs) like old school jam so you know but at the same time like i look for our vinyls too today you know Mm -hmm. i just love building that collection and coming back and like listening to my vinyl getting some wine and just having a really good time with you know by myself for myself Mm -hmm. and i just think that that's so important it just fills me back up that i'm taking that time for myself Mm -hmm. i think as women and when we take that time just however you want to take it. If it's getting your nails done, if it's getting your hair done, uh, but finding those peaceful pockets for yourself. And, you know, I mentioned 
already when i get my nails done it has to be under some certain circumstances if i'm getting a pedicure it can't be anywhere now i don't knock any any nail shop or anything that you go to ladies you go to your favorite place Mm -hmm. but my favorite types of places include places that's going to have a little bit of wine maybe a soda something i can drink Mm -hmm. it's a calm environment they're playing calm music Mm -hmm. i can't have your little kid you know throwing the nails you know across the room or the bottles of nail polish across the room crying and screaming ain't nothing wrong with that ladies i know sometimes we got to bring our babies to the shop you gotta do what you gotta do but i need just a calm environment you know and that really helps me so sometimes i think We've been going to the same places or doing the same. You can go to the same nail shop forever, the same hair salon forever. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need to switch it up so that you can see a different thing. You can get a different different vibe. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to venture out when when we're having a self-care conversation as well. I think it's important to venture out and go to things that you like and experience things that you like. Like, a lot of the times, I like to go to get a, a massage. Mm-hmm. And I like it a certain way. Mm-hmm. I like it a certain way, and I don't want nobody to bother me. Yeah. yeah, I usually turn on my do not disturb when it is my, I won't answer nobody's call. Yeah. Nobody. I, I don't thing. care if you were shot. I will get to you, you still afterwards. still going to be shot when I get up off the table. I <laughs> will get to you afterwards because I need to pour into me at this moment so that I can, once I do get to you, I can give you my undivided attention. Mm -hmm. And I think we don't necessarily get the space to do that because for me, self care really is about healing myself Mm -hmm. and whatever that may look like at that point. Cause it changes honestly from week to week, month to month of what I need to fill my cup back up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't have a lot of hobbies, but baby, <laughs> I will turn the TV on yeah. and put music on the TV. I don't even put shows on no more. I will put music on the TV, and I will be zoned out and mm-hmm. meditating and just... In your own space. In my own space, dealing with my own thoughts, dealing with just me. Mm-hmm. Because it's very hard when you are a mother, a yeah. wife, a girlfriend, an auntie, an uncle, whatever... All of those different things that pull you, even work, hobbies. You know, because sometimes your hobbies can become overwhelming. They can. And you're like, this this is supposed to be relaxing and be fun. Now, how did I get here? Yeah. Like, that's why I was like, it changes from week to week, month to month, what I need for myself. Right. Especially when certain emotions come bubbling up or something happens. And now I got to go back and regroup and go to the drawing board and trying to figure out. Yeah. Why this is triggering me yeah. the way that it's triggering me. So I need that alone time. And I mean alone. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes I really love seeing you guys once a month. Yeah. You know, our girls' nights is really self care for me as well. Yes, yes. I agree. So I, it's it's like a spectrum for me. It's I need to be alone. Like yeah. nobody talk to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's like I need to be social but with I, the people that I in my safe in my in my, in my safe zone. Yes, exactly. Because this is real. We have really cultivated a safe space. I agree. Amongst our girlfriend group. I we agree. really have. Uh, such a safe space. I feel like I could say anything mm-hmm. and I don't feel like you're going to judge me. Because sometimes, you know how you can talk to people and they misconstruing what you're saying because yeah. they don't really know you. Right. Yeah. Because we have known each other for so long and interacted, I feel like even if I don't say it the right way, you guys still take it the right way yeah. yeah you know what i mean and even even if you don't take it the right way instead of 
immediate offense it's like Mm -hmm. well let me probe more right let me ask the questions that i need for clarity because i know she couldn't have meant it how i'm receiving right so let me get clarification yeah but and and that's just like i feel like it's a testament to the love and respect that we have for one another absolutely where it's like okay this is my safe space and i can say some wild shit yeah and i know that my wild shit ain't leaving this circle okay i'm not gonna hear about it on facebook i'm not gonna have it told to everybody in the street right yes like no I'm going to be able to be myself and do whatever it is that I need to do at that time. Like if I need to break down, if I need to cry, laugh, scream, I know that I can do that amongst you all and still feel safe to have those emotions. Because I feel like people get caught up Mm -hmm. in their friend groups with judging their friends. Like I wouldn't do it that way. So I'm feeling some type of way about you. Or competition. Yeah. Like I have never understood the friend groups where it's like, Instead of being able to clap for your girlfriend, you got to try to outdo her. But I well, I just want to give my girl her flowers because, like, boo, I'm proud of you. Like, yes. not that how I feel should Im- fully impact how you feel about yourself, but just to show that support and that love. Like, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. X is happening for you. Or you're in this wonderful space. Or you're not in a good space. So I want to be there for you to uplift you and and try to make you feel better. Like, I don't compare myself to y'all. We are in alignment. I don't compare myself. I surround myself with people who are on a, a similar frequency to me. Yeah. Yes. Like, I don't be like, oh, you guys got degrees and I don't. Right, right, right. I'm so sad. No, I be like... Those are my Listen, little rock stars. Look at my yes. girls. They yes. work so hard. <laughs> like and that. I, like I just, that's how I feel. I just really live in a space that what God has for you is it's for, for you. you. Amen. And I just that's my prayer for my friends constantly is what mm-hmm. God has for them is for them. So when I see life forming for them, I'm like, God, you really doing that thing for my okay. friends. It may not be exactly how. It is for me. Right. And I don't even want it to be. Right. I want your story to be your story. And I need to clap the entire way along because you're doing that for me. But I think it's important if you have a friend group or just one friend, it doesn't matter the Mm -hmm. quantity. It matters the quality. Quality. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's what I feel like I have. I feel like I have quality friends yeah and even when people call my friendships into question i am always Mm -hmm. a bulldog yeah about the women that i keep around me yeah i'd be like (laughs) no baby i know she didn't say that yeah yeah you can't tell me nothing nothing about them because i already know exactly yeah and if you took it that way i'm for sure that's not the way she meant right exactly like you you can't you can't tell me nothing about these women who i talk to all the time now May y'all have other stuff going on that I don't know about? Sure. sure. Absolutely. Right. right. Absolutely. Right. But that's why it's important to pray for your friends or at least Amen. meditate on your friends um, about the things you know, the battles they're fighting that you have no idea yeah. about. What you, you say. Yeah. There's so many things I know you all deal with that you don't even, we don't even have the time or capacity to mm-hmm. talk about. There's mm-hmm. things that you worry mm-hmm. about. There's things that's on your mind. Yep. And it's so important. If you don't have a friend that carries you in their prayers, I'm just hmm. saying. Uh, it's just it's really important it is important you know whatever deity they pray to i pray to my god you know what i'm saying it's very important to have friends that carry you in their thoughts and their prayers if your friend is only thinking about themselves is that really a friend i hate a one-sided friendship oh yeah that really bothers me and then when i talk to women and they they have qualms with their friends and it's like your friend sounds like a hater baby and 
Don't you hate when you have to tell them that? <laughs> Like I'm so sorry. I do because it's kind of like they because it don't it, because it it be that nail in the coffin for something that they already feeling and I hate that I am the one because you know I tend to get a lot of people who come to talk to me about certain things yeah because not to my own horn but it seems like I have a grasp on a lot of concepts yeah and I'm able to talk to a lot of people about a lot of different things so I get people call come well, to you're me a good and I'm listener. like yeah. Baby girl, you're going to have yeah. to, you got to change that dynamic with that person because this is not working for you. Right. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily X them out as a friend, but you have to change that dynamic because sometimes it you become so supportive to your friend that you don't even realize when they are not that for you. Yeah. Yes. They're not looking you're to not be rec- a friend. Say that for the people in the back. <laughs> sure <Huh>? will. <laughs> Like you, you fall into these relationships, but it's even with family, it's with, yeah. anybody. with partners, where you can become so oblivious to that you are not getting any re- uh, reciprocation yes. from this relationship, and you can't figure out why you are drained every time you're talking to them. You're like, "Well, I told them this, this, and this, and I, I, I after talking to them, I don't feel any better." Yeah, yeah, and I feel like I feel better after I talk to my people. Right, yes. right, right. When I talk to my people who I, I know handpicked. When yeah, we, when you know, we leave our friend group moments, I just I feel, feel like full. I, I feel, feel so, so happy. Full. <laughs> I feel joyful. I feel seen. Yeah. I feel understood. Yeah. And I feel like I just had a conversation in a very safe space. Yeah. yeah. But to your point about those types of friends, or I don't even call them friends, because what I feel like is that they're that type of person is not looking for a friendship. They're looking for an audience. Oh, sometimes they are looking for somebody to stand right there and bravo them while they're sitting there yes. and doing whatever they are in your life, in their life. But when it's time to reciprocate that energy, they don't have that for you because they're not looking for friendship. They're looking no. for their cheerleader. I want you to be there for me, support me. And then when it's time for you, okay, girl, I'm busy because I'm over here doing my own thing well the reason that i do still call that person a friend is because sometimes when you don't speak up for you or you don't set certain boundaries yeah and you keep letting a person sometimes they don't know and cross them and cross them and they never knew that they were crossing your boundaries yeah Mm -hmm. you can't just write them off like that i don't write people off like that Uh, i I make sure (laughs) well the reason that (laughs) the reason that i don't is because i check people's intention but that's something for me that I had to learn a yeah. long time ago about intention of other people and going with how I feel about it. Yeah. If yeah. I feel like we are at a moment at a place where you cannot be a friend to me or mm-hmm. that is just not our relationship anymore, I'll release it. But if I feel like we are at a moment where I need to tell my friend that she's crossing a boundary. Yeah. yeah. Like you're steady crossing this boundary for me. And I give the opportunity to pivot, to be like, oh no, that wasn't my intention. I was just so focused mm-hmm. that because we can we can forget each other's needs that we are sure. dealing with other people. Yeah. yeah because we have so much going on in our own lives. Yeah. And you could forget. Which is why I like the point of, you know, with us, we don't hard down get upset with each other when we don't talk. Or right. somebody don't respond in the group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't feel less loved. We don't feel like we can't talk to them. You know, oh, I can't talk to her. I can't call her. She only want to. 
interact. It's not a big deal. And also, yeah. it's the understanding of, like, we are very busy women yeah. with whole, full lives that we are oh trying God. to live yeah. and cultivate <laughs> and dreams that we're trying yes. to accomplish and, and things that we have on our daily checklist. And all the time, that's not responding to the text. I and know. I'm so guilty of seeing the text mm-hmm. and replying in my head, baby. What? And that, that send was never even in the equation. And I will be, it'll be two, three days and not somebody else can text it. And I'm like, oh, dang, I never even replied. And, yep. and there being no malice in it. Nope. No. There was never me trying to, girl, I'm trying to um, clean up this juice that spilled on the floor. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the doorbell ringing and the dog mm-hmm. going crazy. And mm-hmm. I had all the intentions of replying to, yes, I can make it on Thursday. Yeah. But it just never happened. But we tend to be like, eh, yeah, uh, you in there? Yeah, hey girl, is that okay for you? Right, so like, like, come on now, now, yes. now, now. you got to sit something back now. Right. Yeah, and that's just but, comes with maturity because some I some agree. people's friendships they just don't have that that level of maturity yet, understanding, yeah, mm-hmm. just be an understanding of and your respect friend. though. Yes, be respectful of your friends. Yeah. Yes, you your friends just because maybe you're not doing anything in that moment doesn't mean your friends not doing anything in that. Yeah, moment. yeah. Well, you so. know, some people feel like, well, I'm I'm already I'm going out of my way for you, so why you not going out of my way why you not going out of your way for me when some that and to that point what i was talking about people's intention and what's actually going on and actually talking to a person because just because you didn't respond don't mean that you was being mean to me no but when when i was what i was saying was not necessarily like that's not an offense that i would cut somebody right of course not but i have definitely completely ended friendships that's the last time we're gonna have a conversation Mm -hmm. because there's just some hard no's for me yeah Yeah. there's just some things that we're not gonna be able to come back from and and maybe if I and maybe it is a maturity thing i don't know but it's just like for me it's self-care to be like oh I see how you move. I don't like how you move. Yeah. And good luck with all your future endeavors. Keep yeah. me out of it. I love to send people off with love. Yeah. Yeah. I love to yes. send people that's, off with see, love. See, that's a new thing for me because I used to send you off with get the fuck out of my life and I don't ever want to see you again. Yeah. Bitch, I don't wish you well. I don't yeah. wish you well. No, I don't, I don't wish, wish you well. I have no positive <laughs> thoughts. If somebody comes to me and talks to me about you, you're going to hear an earful because yes. I got lots to say. But... As I've gotten older, I now can realize that the way people treat you is more about them and less about you. And for me, that means, ooh, okay, now I see how you are. And in this type of space, that I can't rock with that. But let's so talk bye-bye. about those hard boundaries, though. Yeah. You still yeah. have to set those boundaries. I don't... So. I don't subscribe to anymore that everybody knows your boundaries. I like to set them, and then if you cross them, then I have every right to say bye-bye, baby. I love you. I wish you well. To set them, do you feel like you have to sit down and have a conversation and be like, okay, this is a boundary, and you cannot do that again? Sometimes. Because I feel like in some situations that that's appropriate, but there are some things that I should never have to tell you. I should never have to well, say to well, you, you cannot do. Well, and if and I to have that, to, and to that point, you know, I am very much right there with you. If it is something that is violating, and you like, yeah. baby, you violated you me. You violated yeah. me. I'm okay with being like, yeah, I don't have to do this anymore. That's self. I feel like that's a part of self care. Oh, it definitely I is. I call that reclaiming my peace. That part, but that's know? what that is. That's where that, I find my peace yeah. is in my self care. When I think about self care, I think about the root word. 
self. Yeah. What do I need for me to be okay? Yes. What do I need for me to be peaceful, to be able to still conduct my life? Yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why boundaries is important in self-care. It's important. Even even not allowing somebody to violate your self-care time. Mm-hmm. If I say I need 30 minutes and I don't want you to talk to me yeah. and you keep calling me, mm-hmm. that's going to piss me off. Yeah. And that's going to be a boundary for me where I'm going to be like, if you do this again... You're getting blocked. Be- and the and yeah. the reason and the reason it's a boundary though is because I feel like you're you're disrespectful and you don't care yeah. that I'm telling you I need something yes. and you're still violating what I need. Yeah. yeah. That's not okay to me. I agree. I agree with that. But as I have gotten older, I have uh become more lax with people, harder with my boundaries. That's real. I give mm. people the leeway to be themselves, mm-hmm. but I also know what my boundaries are. Because yeah. we're at the age where people are going to be themselves and they're going to really choose if they want to adapt and coil into what you want them to be. Right. Or if they're going to say, hey, this is just who I am. Right. And I'm not going to try. I'm not even going to say be a better person. I'm not going to try to conform. I'm not going to change to what you need. Yeah. But see, that for me is like the the verify that yeah. like, oh, okay. Yes. And see, that's Perfect. what I'm, that's, and I'm then and so you that's what I'm talking about. And I'm going to be over here and we're going to be all done with this. And see, that's what because I'm talking about right there. My boundary is like, like there, first of all, I'm my mother's child, and I don't like too many people. <laughs> it's just it's a select few of people that it's like, okay, you, yes, come on in. I'm 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 mm-hmm. rocking with you. Mm-hmm. So already right there, I don't mess with too many people to start with. I have just learned in my lifetime that everybody don't have a be- your best intentions. They don't. So as soon as I get a whiff of that, all right, strike one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And depending on how severe the situation yeah. is, that might be strike two and three as well. Because I will not allow you to take me to a space. I know my anger. Yep. I know how I mm-hmm. feel. I know how I react. I won't allow you, your actions, to take me to a space that then deems me in the wrong to myself. Right. Like, I feel like that took me out of pocket. That took me out of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have that type of power over me, then I need to dead this now. Right. And I'm still working on that. Like, shout out to my therapist because she is getting me together but i'm a work in progress (laughs) i'm still i still battle with that but i when i look back on some of the relationships that i completely like ended like i still feel justified in my feelings because when i look back to those friendships Mm -hmm. and how i was bending over backwards and how i was giving you chance after chance after chance and each time i turned the cheek baby you had another palm for me yeah i don't give that many chances now no it's like at this point if you don't get it I'm not going to be your teacher. There you go. Yeah. You're going to go have to learn that lesson somewhere else. And maybe once you have learned that lesson, we can come back and we can be better. But I'm good on you. Yeah. And you're going to have to grow. I do it a case-by-case basis. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. It's case-by-case. It's not like across the board, this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you do this and it's over. Because there are people who can violate certain boundaries. Yeah. And I'd be like, I ain't them, bitch. Yeah. Well, I think as we get older, we get more patient because I remember yeah. when I was younger, I just used to be karate chopping oh people God. out of my life. Oh you my know? But I just feel like now I, I take some time to think it through. Especially because I have cultivated these relationships right so when i do feel the need to let one go yeah i want to be for sure that it why i'm letting it go good friends are hard to find yeah like people who really truly care about you will 
will go out of their way for you, who love on you the Mm -hmm. way that you feel like you need to be loved. That is hard to find. But with me knowing that, that's also why I'm like, I'm not putting up with your bull. Absolutely. If if this is not the type of friendship that I want to be in, how about we ain't about to do this? Because if you fumble me, if you fumble me. I have to fix me. You're going to be gone living your I'm life. I'm so sorry. You yes. Can't, you can't fumble me. No. I know yeah. what I'm worth. That part. And I know that I'm not perfect. Right. But by, I know by I'm by a no good means. friend. I know I'm a good I friend. I know I'm very flawed. Yes. But I'm going to be there for you. Yes. And I just, you know, if you if you decide to treat me that way, then. You don't deserve what comes with being part of my life anymore. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. patient with you. I'm going to set boundaries with you. Yeah. And we're going to have some conversations. But I'm not going to keep taking the abuse over. No, you're not going to keep. I'm not going to let nobody keep abusing me. And that even happened in some of my family relationships where I was like, this is going to have to be a hard boundary for me. Yeah. I cannot keep allowing this behavior It's detrimental to what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Because, you know, the the people closest to you. Hmm. Them the ones you got to watch. Well, they, they the people who can really take you from. A 10 to a zero. Yeah. And you like. And vice versa. What happened? Like, why would you do that to me? Why would you stamp out my joy? Or why would you step on my toes like that? Like, you know, we've had several friends that I have fallen out with because of. I'm like. What? You're wild. You're wild. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're wild. You You are wild. like that like that like it would have never even entered my mind to even do you the way that you have just so effortlessly done me but you know what i forgive those people well yeah i'm telling you i do i I forgive them when i think back on those relationships now i'm still justified in keeping my distance and not Mm -hmm. really trying to go back there Mm -hmm. but i forgive them yeah, I, because people are flawed as hell, but I don't have to be a part of it. That no. part. And that's why you remove and that's what I'm saying. Like it it would take it does it it don't have to be as severe as the, what we talking about. Yeah. For me to be like, okay, enjoy the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Goodbye. Well, it's preserving your peace. It really is. And you have to just you have to take the moments to do that because nobody will protect your peace like you. Exactly. And have y'all know friendship breakups, you have to heal from just like a romantic. You breakup. grieve. You, you grieve, grieve that. Them. Because also not only are you grieving the relationship that you had, you're actually grieving the relationship you thought you had. Yes. yes. Because clearly it's not what you thought it was. Otherwise you wouldn't yes. be where you are right now with in, with this person. You have to grieve the the relationship that you thought you were having with this person and who you thought they were. Yep. Because if if you knew who they really were, then you wouldn't have even been in, in relationship with them. Yeah. Well, you know what? Sometimes you do know who they are. You just don't expect for that behavior to be pushed on you. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, you are close enough to them. To see them do it to other people. To see them do certain things, and you like... That would never. I don't, like, I don't like how you moving right now, but you know they're not. They not to close me. to you like yeah. I'm close to you. Yeah. They don't know what I know and how I am and how we are. They don't have what we have. So when you did it over there, it, it was different. It didn't seem mm-hmm. like such a big deal. But a snake and then is a you snake. Ca- yeah, no matter and then what you relationship came, they in. Yeah, and then yeah. you came and you turned around and you mm-hmm. you brought your teeth on me, and mm-hmm. I'm like. 
in those moments though i still take and it's it's really it's taking time for me to become that person but i mm-hmm. i really do still pray yeah. and cover them as it's like absolutely you know it, it Ooh, just girl, it really makes me try me. to be the bigger person you know, okay. <laughs> but you know why i have gotten to that point because i can't carry all of that yes. oh i don't i tend to ca- no for oh, okay. me i tend to carry the anger Mm, I tend yes. to carry the resentment. I tend to carry a lot of stuff because just like to your point, I don't like a lot of people. Yeah. So if I let you close to me and I let you in my circle and I and I think of you because I tend to think of my friends past friendship. Yeah, yeah. They become my sisters. Right. Yes. So I'm looking at you like this is somebody who's gonna be in my life forever. This right. is this is this this is my this is my girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go to bat for you and y'all y'all all know that. Yeah. You call me at two a.m. I'm gonna get my ass up. Yeah. We gonna what we gotta do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it's done to me, I was hold I was holding that stuff because I was like, why why me? Why would you do that to me? As much as you know about me and you know what I go through and you know how I am. Yeah. Why would you pick me? Are we? going to be a little bit more specific for the listeners because they probably lost no we are not there are certain situations in your life that will arise and we all know what type of situations will arise in our lives Mm -hmm. where we have to make hard decisions and cut people off that we thought were going to be there forever some people have to cut their own fucking mama off because the bitch is toxic yeah Yeah. that's that's what i mean if you confused baby just think about if you have somebody in your life <laughs> that you oh, love on that you love preaching, hold on yeah cause you loved on that bitch yeah. you, you, you'll come get that bitch yeah. at two in the morning yeah. if that bitch on the side of the road you take him to then, the hospital Amen. Something happened to okay. you, therefore. Okay. I still pray, and I still cover you, and I still love on you, and I still tell you, like, I still love you. Mm-hmm. I yes. still love you. I forgive you. Yeah. I still love you. That's me. Yeah. I still love these hoes. Yes. Mm. But I don't have to be involved with y'all. Everyone. You don't have to be in my space. No. I don't have to give you that part of me anymore. I don't have to get up for your ass. You can stay there and you can think about that. And trust me, baby, you going to think about it. The Lord going to convict you every time about me. Because I'm a good ass motherfucking friend and woman. And you fumbled me. You fumbled me. And once you fumble me... You're dead to me. You yeah. can't pick me I back don't up. Even, you're, you're, I'm, I have, I have, will take my time to grieve the relationship and grieve what I thought we had because now I am questioning everything. Similar everything. to like a spouse, like mm-hmm. your dude cheat on you yep. and now yes. you're thinking back on every conversation y'all yep. had and every time he said he was at work, was he really at work? That's how I am when mm-hmm. it comes to friendships. Yeah. You fumble me. I'm going to start thinking about everything you ever said to me. I'm going to be questioning your sincerity on everything. Was you really having my back at that point? Was you, or maybe you was talking shit like they were saying you was talking shit. I, you, I grieve that relationship and then I completely move on. You will never hear from me again. And for me, Mm -hmm. the love is lost. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, I, I don't care about you. Mm -hmm. It's almost as if I never met you. Who? But I, so, I think see, that I, I think sometimes I think some people deal with friendship breakups. That's what I'm gonna call it. Friendship yeah. breakups. Yeah. <laughs> I think they right. feel, I think they deal with it that way. Yeah. You know, I know with myself, I am such a feeler that I am I still 
and it eats me up inside. Sometimes I'm like, why do I still love that person? Lord, they are they should yeah. be gone yeah. out of my heart. But see, that's it. What that's why I have become okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I have been. I have become okay with still loving people. Yeah, but knowing that they are not for me, they're not serving yeah. me. They're not like for I me. can still I can still love you and mm-hmm. be like you know when we did because what I don't like is the going through and you like everything was a lie and it wasn't. Yeah. When you did have those times and you did need that person and they were in your life at that season when you needed them, that was what that was for. Because, and I'm okay with that. Because mm-hmm. I've had friendships that, you know, we're, there are no longer mm-hmm. and things have happened mm-hmm. to their lives. You know, mm-hmm. family members, friends have passed on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going back and forth in my heart. Like, do I reach out to them? Do I not? And I still feel better once I reached out to them. Even mm. if they, even if it was short, if it was curt, like their response, I know I did the right thing. Cause yeah, I'm I, stubborn. I, it's okay. I understand it. I'm I understand. not. You know what? My, the, the older I get, I'm telling you, the less I feel like going to those places. I mean, it's not even a place of like, like for me, it's almost as if like I'm numb to it. It's like, ooh, done with that. Now I'm going to pour into the relationships that are serving me because that clearly was not serving me. See, I still do that part. It's just kind of like I'm trying to explain it in a way because it's not like I feel the need to go back to them because I don't don't feel that. The, The love that I feel is more of, you know how you may have an ex who you like, I still care about you. Like, we was hella cool. We had a great relationship. It ended. I can't relate. (laughs) Well, all my relationships didn't end bad, though. No, so, well, so I do have. But you know what, though? I will say that all of my relationships that ended, they needed to end. Yeah. Yeah. And it was either super toxic or it was. It just wasn't serving. It wasn't serving me. And for me, that's like, you over there, I'm. I don't want to hear about the updates. I don't yeah, want to no, I don't no, want to no, be no. a part of none of that. Mm-mm. I don't want to talk about you or Yeah, I don't go back I don't that. think about these people. Yeah. It's just I don't harbor any hate. I don't have to say I don't care cuz I mean that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Moving yeah. on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's great for you. Yeah. And I'm able to keep going without it making me feel like why do I care? I don't feel like that. I feel yeah, like no. I, I just feel like don't care. But I, I feel think, like those people were in my life for the season or for the time that yeah. they were there yeah. and they served their purpose and I love you for that. Yeah. But now I am moving forward in a different way. Yeah. Well, I think our listeners can see that like at the end of the day it's going to be you're going to you can see both sides of what you what we're all saying yeah, right. that we're going to have some people that need to just they need to just dead these I have people to completely off. disconnect we have to just let them live fall because I'm so I'm a cancer and so I am <laughs> so emotional yeah when I am hurt it's like I have it's like a limb like I yeah. have to cut off and I have to be done and that's because okay. even having that like connection will continue to like make me feel have feelings about it yeah. but when i have completely cut it off done like i that's how that's my way of being able to move forward yeah that's like okay you over there i'm over here done with that i don't we don't need to be we don't need to interact any, any yeah longer. see that's that's the thing i don't need to interact with them or anything i don't want it to sound like i'm like i still need to 
hear about these people. I don't. Yeah. It's just like I don't really harbor any negative feelings there anymore. I don't either. I have let those Initially, go. I definitely do. Yeah. Initially, like, you initially, every bitch in the book. Initially. Please understand, if you have ever done me wrong, and, and here, here's the true, true thing. If you have hurt me and I talk shit about you to my mama, please understand, baby, it's a wrap. It's, and yeah, initially, yeah. I do Once have to Once it makes it to yeah. the mama, Once, yeah, my yeah, mama know right. about yeah, it, yeah, yeah, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is done. It's official. <laughs> we have put the coffin in the yes, ground. baby, baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 under. Yeah. But after that initial being able, it is almost like a purging. Like, yeah, I have yeah. to get my feelings mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, it's like, mm-hmm. like I said, like cutting off a limb, I'm done. Yep. Yeah. You can be over there and I... It, I'm telling you, it's like you died. It's like I grieved all of that. I don't have anything else for you. Now I am pouring to pouring into the people who pour into me. Yeah. yeah. Because now, and maybe it's a little bit of trust issues, I'm sure, probably, that <laughs> um, it's just like now I have to, I don't trust anything. Because I caught you in this thing. What did I not catch you in? Yeah. See, I don't go that far with it anymore. Yeah, I used to hard down analyze and that's what I mean I used to hard down analyze and then be angry that I didn't see it faster and then be upset that you picked me to do it to and then I was harboring a lot and that's what I mean when I be like but you hold on to it see I feel it and I feel it and then I let it go and now I'm moving on (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Scorpio (laughs) you ain't letting shit go and I like to get my lick back. Yeah. yeah you got yeah. me, got me, got me, bitch. I got to get you, get you, get you. Listen, revenge takes real sleep. Well, Sometimes. Oh, it's like, you know, when it comes to like, I've, I used to be a person that would block you or, you know, now I want you to see me thrive. Okay. Well, I want yeah. you to okay. see me all right. That's a different type you, of revenge. Yeah, I want you to see okay. me okay. But it's not revenge, life. though. I yeah. learned that that is not revenge when people are forced to watch you walk the path that they could have been walking with you. With you. I feel like that's exactly what revenge is. <laughs> no. Because you could have been right here. But look how I turned this shit around right without you. Yeah. Here, here's why it's not revenge. Revenge always has like a negative connotation to it. Revenge is always in spite of you. And I don't want it to be in spite of you, baby. I did it because I wanted to. Mm, I can see Fuck that. you. You don't have nothing to do with the path I walk anymore. Yeah. You, that's the revenge you're ten, part. You're 10 years ago. That's Be- what I mean by revenge, though. That's not revenge. It's not necessarily is- me going out of my way to be vengeful to you. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you could have been right here by my side with me cheering you on and you cheering me on. And now you back. I don't know but what But that's doing. what, that's, they get to feel bad about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not about. a revenge for me, though, because I don't necessarily know you feel bad. You could not give a fuck that I moved oh, on. Oh, wow. I wrote that narrative in my head. You feel bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care enough. That's what I mean. That's what I yeah. mean. I don't. I love everybody enough that I don't even give a shit if you mad, happy, sad, whatever. The Lord loves you, and so do I. Yeah. Well, I know we all got off, and we want. Yeah. We just, <laughs> that's just what we. That's and yet just another we, tangent. That's just what we do sometimes. <laughs> okay. We want to make sure that we take a moment to to tell Shakari that we are so proud of to her. Bring it back. Yeah, let's, let's circle back. We are so proud of you, Shakari, and all of your accomplishments thus far, and we are just so happy that it's obvious that you took time to see about yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. We talked about just now how our friendships have, you know, how we crafted and changed them over time, but we, at the end of the day, we were able to see about ourselves and what mm-hmm. we needed for ourselves. So we're going to go pay some bills, and we will be right back. All right, everyone, we are back. We are back. Now, we are ready to talk about what we've been wanting to talk about. 
<sighs> the entire episode, but we've just been holding it on. So these wonderful ladies, we attended the Beyonce, Beyonce. Renaissance World Tour. Yes. And had the time of our lives. But I'm going to let the ladies speak for themselves. So Yeah, it was a fun time. We're going to choose one word to describe <laughs> the show. Because we all have different experiences. <laughs> so we're going to choose one word <laughs> and to describe the show and say why you chose that word. So AJ, you want to start off? Okay, so my word is spectacular. Say it. Because... Ma'am, did you need to snatch my edges the way you did? She snatched them off. I'm just trying to figure out why I needed to be bald at the end of the night. Because mama threw down. There was everything on the show. The fashion, the choreography. They was hitting them damn moves. Baby Blue came out and got two standing ovations. I feel like the crowd got louder for Blue than they did for Beyonce. They did. Like, it, it went up an octave, and she was feeling the love, and it was just amazing. She so performed. much so, she was like, I'm proud of Blue, too. Okay, right. Hello. Yes, y'all. Thank y'all so much. I thoroughly enjoy myself. Um, and if I had the coins, I would go again tomorrow. But, you know, rent due. So, obviously. Yes. How about you, Sia? Because we know you're not quite the Beyonce stan as a... Uh, unexpected um and i chose unexpected because i really enjoyed a lot of the show mm-hmm. yeah but i just wasn't the biggest fan of the renaissance, renaissance album. album yeah right so i really liked you know all the r&b the throwback and everything mm-hmm. she did because y'all know my shit i'm a train wreck in the morning yeah i love that shit that's my shit right there as you can see um, <laughs> but i really really enjoy you know i told ebony i was like beyonce is a better singer in person than she is even on yeah. her albums like i was like oh okay beyonce mm-hmm. yes oh yeah oh Mm-hmm. You can sign, yes. girl. Yes. That's why they be over here cheering you like they do. Because sometimes I be like, y'all, y'all, I don't know. It sound like a little bit of yelling to me. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it. And I, and I like me some Beyonce. I love me some Beyonce. Dangerously in love. That's my shit, too. I be dangerously <laughs> in love a lot of the times. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was really, it actually was a very, very good show. She is a a good performer because even the the songs that I didn't know or the parts that I really didn't care for the visuals were amazing Mm -hmm. you can tell that she really put a lot into her shows and she really is a performer I was entertained Mm -hmm. entertained the whole time for the whole show yeah the entire show well what about you Ibs the word I will choose is snatched yes snatched (laughs) Every edge. <laughs> she didn't break my soul. She snatched my that soul part. out of my body. Mm-hmm. I just, well, I, you know, I'm always been a Beyonce stand, but, and like, kind of like what Sia said, the Renaissance album wasn't on, it's, it's, it's a close number two, you know, in the roster of Beyonce albums for me. But I just, I enjoyed every single moment and it made me appreciate the album much more um, mm-hmm. especially because we don't have music yeah. videos to go with right it. so vis- we are the visuals yeah the visuals <laughs> are at the concerts you guys if yeah you, if you really you're want gonna have to, to buy that ticket to get the visuals yeah baby. i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's just you have to be there to see it it really was an outstanding show and it really showed that she's just she's the performer of 
our her time. lifetime. Like mm-hmm. she is, she is the goat. She is that girl who she's that girl that part. <laughs> Who could you even compare her to? Like, I'm waiting. Who could you even put her uh, next to and try to do a comparison? Because I, I can't think of anybody. Like a Michael Jackson, yeah. who is a, once again, a true performer. Yes. Yeah. And really has the vocals to back to it go up. along. And the visuals the and the dancing mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. the performance and just like the performer mindset yeah like you go to this show you're going to be entertained the yeah. entire time from start to finish it's the fire the fireworks <laughs> the fire <laughs> fireworks inside <laughs> how what kind of permit did she have to get, to get okay that? who I'm does she have sure. to pay that's not how impressed y'all were with, <laughs> with this, the pyrotechnics because <laughs> i have never seen fireworks inside fireworks <laughs> i've been to lots Smoke. of shows i ain't never seen that oh she it, i mean in the previous one she's had water she's had yes oh really oh yeah yes. she plays with the elements she really is she's <laughs> going to give you i can a see show. it though because like yeah. i said she really is, i mean it, you can tell that it's meticulous yes you can tell that she is Every aspect of the show, you can tell she had her handy. She did. She had a vision for it, mm-hmm. and she, they Parkwood executed with excellence, excellent, and superiority. None of these girls don't even bother. That's why I said go home. They would yeah. flood Las Vegas <laughs> if she did a, a residency. Oh, that would be an amazing residency. I think she would be. What if that's Act Two? Oh my I gosh. Y'all really gonna be out some money then. Okay. Because <laughs> Vegas prices are not St. Louis prices. <laughs> Smash my soul again because I will be, we will be in Vegas. I'm gonna have to. Just so you yeah. know, I'm throwing you in the luggage. Yeah, you you're gonna going have to, to come. Baby, I'm not swinging on no poles for no Beyonce thing. <laughs> Listen, Sorry. Man. We're gonna have to figure something out because we'll I'm gonna have to get there. That's where the money gonna have to go. Yes. Look, we'll baby. do a one little amateur night, make our little coins. <laughs> And get on the road to see uh, Queen B because it was. I have been looking forward to the to that night since last year. Since yes. since, since I found single, out about it. Well, yes. since the single, since Break My Soul dropped the single, yes. I fell in love with the single, and then I fell in love with the album the moment I heard it. It was just sonically different. Like, yes. okay, no shade, but all shade. I feel like Beyonce did what Drake was trying to do with that dance <laughs> yeah. album. And I tried to, I, I will say that I am all for artists stepping outside of their comfort zone yeah. and trying something different. I will never put an artist in a box because you don't you don't know what your sound, your best sound is until you try some stuff. Yep. So I was all for trying Drake and I, I literally couldn't even finish the whole album. I was but like, see, turn this shit off. He went for like house music. dance hall mm-hmm. kind of. He went for, I don't even think it was really dance hall. He really went for like he wants house, like to have this fake the, Jamaican that was the theme yeah, kind of because that really was the theme of the year because Megan Thee Stallion had little yes ass she did of that she well. did in people, her album people tried and they did great but, but see, yeah Beyonce, Beyonce? But see the one thing now I They're can't steal her technique no, <laughs> her technique I think that was just what the trend was this song. year. I, I know. Oh, okay. Well, you said you ain't like the album, baby. I'm just, I just, just want to make no, sure. No, I gave the album a fair chance. I listened to all the songs because I wanted to like it. Yeah. yeah. But it just wasn't my thing. And but it was see, very different, went, Beyonce. It is. But it's see, she went yeah. full. The difference between her and everybody else, she really went full into the culture. Yeah. Because a lot of that is. Um, Ballroom. 
ballroom. Yes. And it's New Orleans. Yeah. You know, like even having Big Frida on stuff. Yes. Like she really went and engulfed herself into that particular culture. She did the research. Where it came she, from. And she does. Yeah, because it, it came from, you know, it came from specific people. Yeah. Okay? Yes. So she really went and, you know, she even had them up on stage. <laughs> when they did a whole, <laughs> when they were walking the ball on the stage, I just bye, 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 felt cha, cha, cha. They, so full. They killed it. They killed it. They it killed it was it. everything. It was so epic. It and was so good. And for somebody like not a part of that culture to see mm-hmm. it represented so beautifully yeah. and yeah. then even just like being in the in the uh, stadium and watching people walk around and they fits and they glitter and they gold yeah. and feeling empowered like yeah. that type of stuff yeah. makes me just it makes me want to burst because i know that the lgbtq i a community does not get all the love that they should or or the acceptance or to feel like they can be who they are yeah. uninhibited this is who I am this is how I want to dress this is how I want to show myself and that be okay and it really did feel like that was a space where it's like be who you are baby we want to see your biggest baddest self cozy okay cozy. Well, see, but she cultivated that she comes people they want to be accepted so bad that they try to force the spaces and every space is not a space for that. If y'all get what I'm saying? It was intentional. It was a yeah. space for that. She literally created a space where all of the, because the music came from that community. It, it came, came from ballroom. It, it came from ballroom and she created a space where y'all could have the ballroom in there. Yeah. yeah. You know, she wanted was you beautiful. to be a part of that. Yeah. It was, so I, 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 and it was a tribute to uh, her uncle, yeah. which was just, yeah. I mean, like it's just so special. He's so proud of her. I know you, right? Oh like, my god, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. And I just, I'm somebody who feels so strongly about people being able to be seen and be who, be who they are and be accepted for who they are yeah. in that in wherever they are like yeah. this is who I am and you ain't got to understand it you ain't got to rock with it but this is who I am and this is how I'm presenting myself and it just felt like that was the space to really like you just had to be there you just had yeah, to be you there. could go for it in this right so let's talk about some tips about this concert you know the concert was absolutely amazing but I mean you have to go into this concert with a plan absolutely 100 percent. don't go in with a plan we didn't go with a plan well Mm -hmm. a little bit just a little (laughs) bit everything that you planned did not go that's we true. was like we gonna leave but we five. had a plan we was like we gonna leave at 5 30 we left at 6 30 but see you all you know the true capricorn of me had a plan see i already knew i know my friends so you knew it was gonna be late five, but that I really means we 6 30 till 6 30 yes i almost told y'all four so but i didn't want y'all looking at me too crazy so yeah. i was like well you know when you said five i said yeah that's 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 about right friend yes I said, and then leave. she wasn't here at five and i was over there sweating my ass off Child, in the look i was like we got here we got yes. time. So let me give my first tip. My first tip is to 
get there early. Get mm-hmm. there early for parking. Get there early for you to be able to get um, merch if you want to purchase merch. Yes. Her get merch your stand. fan. Yes, yes. <laughs> All my friend wanted. All AJ <laughs> wanted was a fan. And honey, heated fan, baby. For weeks, it's been on my mind to get this girl this fan. <laughs> and I said, if I didn't get me a shirt, that was okay. But if we walk up to the stand and this fan is not there, I don't know what I'm going to tell baby girl. So. I was going to have an attitude. I ain't well, going to lie to you. I enjoyed the way the line opened up for you to go get it. Yes. It did. It yes. was just like, come on, come get your stuff. Yes. So we were able to get there. We got we left um our our residence at about it was around six thirty. Around six thirty. We got there about seven fifteen. Yeah. Um we found an amazing parking spot. Really, it was just all of the stars aligned, the ancestors, mm-hmm. Jesus. They was working baby it out, Jesus, all of them aligned, and yes. we found a parking spot. Shout out to having a little small car. Okay, that part. Because <laughs> <if> <laughs> that's another portion. If you have a big tank, if you have a um, a huge car, this might be the time to ride with a friend with a smaller vehicle, if possible, just to try to get um, street parking. Or be prepared to pay $40 plus to park in a parking lot. Yeah. Where your shit still might get stolen. 40 this is like, true. Yeah. She said the, you can turn around and park in the parking lot. It's going to be $40. I was like, no. Yeah. Well, Ebony behind was up there talking about something. I'm going to just pay. I'm going to pay whatever it costs. We like, getting in no there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to pay whatever, but I would say if, if you all are looking for um, looking for parking that is low cost or no cost, to make sure that you get there early. That's my yes. number one tip. My second tip is to wear comfortable shoes. Honey, <laughs> don't be dumb. <laughs> You're going to be doing all this walking and you're going to come in with some six inch pumps as if, who are you, Tyra? Like you don't do this to yourself. Hey, that one guy had him on and he almost fell down the steps. <laughs> and that's the thing. Beyonce's not performing at the park, sweetheart. She's performing in stadiums. Stadiums. You're going to have steps to go up or down no matter where your seat is. Let's be responsible. If you really need the heels for your look, baby, put on your flops. And then when you're ready to take your pictures, change your shoes. Don't punish yourself. My first Beyonce concert, I had to line the hard way. (laughs) And my feet was numb for a week afterwards. My toe is just getting feeling back (laughs) right now. And I had on tennis Tennis shoes. shoes. (laughs) My big toe has been numb for two days straight now so i'm just saying i think we all wore very very reasonable shoes mm-hmm. and like i feel like for the most part we were all were pretty comfortable but mm-hmm. we we definitely saw somebody in pain so because of them walks- lots of people baby they was wobbling up out of yeah. there and i had on platform tennis shoes and i was kind of like yeah well yeah we're gonna work it out yeah <laughs> Yeah, do I we? would put an insole in next time. That's what I would say. If you're gonna put on certain shoes, put on an insole at least to try and save yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that tip on TikTok and just mm-hmm. totally, totally disregarded yeah. it. It was just like, oh, because you're going to stand up this entire yes, concert. we were standing up yeah. the entire time because people wouldn't sit down. I, I don't like, think I think I sat for maybe three minutes. Oh no, your collectively. butt was in the earth. I and was, I kept being uh, like, Mandy, move your hips. I can't. I can't move your hips. I gotta be right here. I can't see Beyonce. I gotta see her. Because everybody was saying it. it just it just was yeah. one of those concerts that's like you sit down just from possibly Beyonce changing her outfit. That's when I sat down. And that's it. That's my tip. Sit down during costume changes. <laughs> yes. Yes, do that. And don't I know that I saw some persons on social media saying that you could go take breaks 
um, during her visual changes. Don't do that. I These wouldn't are do some that. of the most amazing visuals you will ever see at a concert in your life. Also, you think you got a break. And then 23 seconds later, she's going to, the dancers are coming back on. The stage is opening back up. She's not giving intermission, y'all. No. It's, it's, no, it was like five minutes. It's going to be most. at the most. And yeah. some of them like were like so quick, like mm-hmm. she was singing and then coming right back up out the ground or on a big ass shiny horse or like you just, <laughs> <laughs> you got to, you got to, she's like, where'd it come from? <laughs> it just showed up. She, it just was absolutely um, amazing. I'd say, too, like, what was your favorite moment or performance that she had or song she performed? Well, obviously, my favorite was Heated. Because that fan, at one point, I was like, I hope this thing don't fly on my hand. Because I'm flicking the hell out of this fan. Oh she, was she was flicking that fan. I was like, no. Oh, yeah. Well, I had just got it, so I had to make sure I had it down right. <laughs> yes. When, uh, cause I, I did not like, buy stiffness the, out. Listen, exactly, yeah. and I did. Yeah, <laughs> and it's sitting on my mantle right now. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, you took it yep. out. It's sitting on my mantle right now. Miles said he's scared of it because it's too loud. <laughs> that means keep your hands off. Exactly. Yes. I said don't touch it. It's yes. not for you. It's not a toy. Yes. Um, but heated was definitely my favorite, and I think actually I think it's a tie between heated and um when blue came out yeah that just like warmed my heart you know you be you see these kids not even just only celebrity kids like just kids like you don't really have a relationship but you see on social media you see them so much you feel connected to them and i just i just think that that's so beautiful like your mama is beyonce and you get to go on a world tour with her and you up there getting that shit and just like really watching her even just through the performances like on social media and like getting to see the show in St. Louis, being able to see like her progression and how confident she's getting in it. And I just, I just feel like that was, those are tied for my favorites. That was definitely my favorite performance too. Just the mashup between like black parade and America has a problem Mm -hmm. and the blue and and the tank Beyonce on top of (laughs) the tank tank, baby. She had to take a little break on stage. She said, I need to sit down. She she was taking a little break. She was like, she gets catch a breath. Yes. But still never missed a note. I'll never understand the breath control that woman has. How you running up and down the stage. 25 years. Okay. She She used to, uh, right. Okay. Give her, give her props. She said 25. Mm -hmm. She used to run on a treadmill why she would have to belt out songs full speed in some heels. And that's why I just don't understand some it's people that are like, she didn't mm-hmm. do as much dancing this time. Can you do that much dancing and singing at the same time? Can you time? sing and walk up the it steps? It was a two and a half, almost three hour concert. I'm sure she wasn't doing a whole lot of... And she was still hitting them. I'm, I don't even know what they're talking about. She, she was still hitting them moves. Well, for me, she was performing. Right. Yes. And... In performance, every note is not a dance move. You right, know what I mean? Like right, every yeah. note don't have to coordinate to a dance move. Right. Yeah, Adele stands up in the front and sings. Yeah, she don't yeah, ain't dancing at all. No, what what no. is she dancing she, for? Right. She's yeah. She, yeah. That's the performance. My that favorite is it. was yes. the medley at the beginning. Yeah. That was my favorite. My I friend really got her entire life to that medley. Yeah. She really did. Because <laughs> those, those were the songs that I loved. That was the Beyonce yeah. era that I was really a fan of. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was happy she started off like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, come on, let's get this out the way so we can get into the party. <laughs> well, I kind of knew that that was going to be the progression. That's usually the progression. Like, we start slow. Yeah. And then we end on a high note. Yeah. So, I kind of knew that was going to be the 
progression of it, but I really enjoyed that it was engaging. She's yeah. in her hits at the beginning, so even if you weren't really the biggest fan of Renaissance, mm-hmm. right? You she, still there was a part engaged, for everybody. Yeah, she engaged you right off the bat. Like, yeah. okay, y'all, I know some of y'all may be iffy, but I got something for you. I got real something. Quick. For you I'm gonna get you engaged. So by the time I do get to the stuff that you may not know or may not like a lot. You are already still hype because I have, yeah. you know, put on a show. And just to watch her perform. Mm-mm. Like, it's just like, that lady know what she doing. Like yeah. she said, 25 years. She know what she doing when she get up there. Yeah. Am I weird? Because when she was saying, I love you, I really felt that in no, my No, she was heart. talking to us. I was like, you love me, girl, because I, I love you. you. Yes. I just really do. I just feel like I was explaining to my mom, and she was just like, she probably is very thankful because she really realizes that the fans are what made her who she is. Yes. You know? Well, so. you know, she's at that that uh, point in her life. You know, Beyonce is 40-something years mm-hmm. old. You've yeah. been touring, for, touring and singing and hits so for she 25 yeah. years. Yeah. And it really, if nobody was listening you wouldn't be you able wouldn't to do this. Right. So of course, if I was her, I would I definitely would have a special place in my heart for my fans because y'all have kept me relevant. Right. Every project that I have done, y'all have has been a success. Yeah, y'all a major have success. Loved on even the yeah. songs that y'all don't like or y'all be like Beyonce can't sing on this one. Mm. Y'all still download it, stream it and be like, you know, have the debates, yeah. have the conversations. So, yeah. I didn't think that she really loved me, but I think she loved her. I, know, yeah. I think that she loved her fans. She, she was talking to me. She said she she knows. I, I, I saw it differently. I, I saw her being just gracious about the place that she is. And grateful. Life. Yeah, now so, I would say that. I, so yeah. when y'all like, I thought she was, I know, I just thought of that as like, she's she really, was she, was, she was talking to me. Bad. I she thought was she was being so gracious and just humble about who she is because she is one of the busy, biggest stars in the world. Yeah. She does consistently sell out, consistently put out good bodies of work. Yeah. And so I, I felt like she was just gracious. Like she probably had been reflecting on some of these things and like, damn, I've been doing this for 25 years. People still. They care. Fuck with me after 25 years. Cause the music industry can be so fickle. Yeah. It can really love you one moment and be like, Done. And you know what? Uh, what what I love about the Beehive as well, they allow Beyonce to be a different person when she want to be a different person. Yep. Yeah, because Renaissance was completely different. Yeah, yeah. From a lot of her. Yeah, like you can't even compare Lemonade to Renaissance. Like those no. are com- it, you. Or even if you was uh, African album, that wouldn't either. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Black is King. King. Yeah. Yes, also one of my favorites. Yes. Now I really like Black is King. I yes. love that. I wish we could have gotten a little bit more of that beat, but it's yeah. okay. You can't it's keep okay. It you can't night. do right. You can't do every song you ever written. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I love that album too. And I appreciated what she did incorporate. Like she put in power and yeah. it was another one that she incorporated in the uh, show. Was it already? I can't Maybe remember. it was. I don't remember. Mm, I, I can't remember every song. I'm not going to lie to you. I just remember that it was enjoyable the yeah. whole time. Like yeah. even the songs. Because I'm, I'm not the biggest fan like that. Mm. Even the songs that I didn't particularly care for like I said, they were still entertaining. It was still great visuals. It yeah. was still something to look at, something to see, yeah. something to be like, oh, okay, maybe I do want to give that uh, song a second chance. Right. Now that, now that I've seen it perform, now mm-hmm. it, it's got a new life for me. So, yeah. It was, it was just so amazing. I know that today, this will be, you all will be listening to this after she's released this. Yes. But she is giving the fans direction now. Yeah. Um, she says we are moving into Virgo season. 
and she is giving the fans attire to wear. So yeah. if you are planning on or hoping to attend <laughs> the Renaissance tour, you better come in your silver and shiny, shiny shit. <laughs> platinum. She wants it all. I will say the lady sitting around this table, we understood the assignment before the assignment. Yes, mother yeah. didn't have to tell us for us to know. Uh, we, okay. We was out here looking like a whole girl group. Yes, we was. We really were. Um, but we sat around others that did not get that no, assignment. No, because... Oh. We sat around others that did not get that same assignment. <laughs> So with that, we just want you all to know that if you are coming to the concert to make sure that you are on your P's and Q's, that you come dressed and ready, because if you don't, well, you know, we're just going to say. She might kick you out, not just like, <laughs> She might not let you in. Yeah. We also really like when we showed up that they were giving out um, samples. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me not say samples. They had a piece of paper with It was the like the little scent. A, yeah. The new perfume. What is it got a sniffer or something? Yeah, it was a sniffer of her And of it her smells scent. so good. It really does. I definitely am going to put it on my Christmas list because I want that. It really did. Well, I think that's what we have for the Renaissance tour. But if we are so excited for anybody that wants to go. It is one of those tours you can go or one of you can go back over and over and over and over again. So. I know a few people who have been to multiple or plan to go to multiple states to see it. And there's a lot of people that went overseas to see it and others seeing it yes. over here. If I had the opportunity to go again, I 100% would go again. Absolutely. But you know. I would see Beyonce again, but I wouldn't do this particular show again but i'm also like that with movies like you want to see it one time once i see it i saw it you're done i'm good i'll rewatch the reels on my phone i don't have to be in the building for that unless i'm gonna sit on the stage well honey people are already people are buying the tickets up especially this this last leg of the tour so if you're in a a city that's nearby one of her remaining shows when is the tour ending the tour is october 1st in kansas city missouri so if if you haven't if you haven't made it in the kansas city the kansas city tour date the tickets are pretty high in price compared to the other cities that she has Probably so because it's the last it's, stop mm-hmm. yeah because it's the last stop so if you are considering that you know if you live in the midwest or not if you want to fly to kansas city and you're just that big of a stand i feel like houston gonna be the yeah houston is gonna, gonna be oh. the one when when is uh beyonce's birthday is she doing a, a date on her birthday on the fourth. On the fourth, September fourth. She is performing on her birthday. Yeah, she is performing on her birthday. She, she That's probably is. gonna be. Is where is that? I wonder where that one is. I am not sure. I know that somebody said that she added that date. Yeah, to she the did tour. after the fact. She yeah. had, they released dates and then she released more dates. Right, because yeah. people probably would have tried to get there on her birthday. Yeah, because so she's gonna show out on her birthday. She's yeah. gonna show out on her birthday. She showed out in Atlanta, which I mean, of course she did, and she's gonna show out in um, Houston. You sound just like Kid Fury this morning. That's exactly what he said. Is Really? He was like, she's going to show out here. She's going to show out there. Yeah. She's going to show out everywhere. I thought she showed out in St. Louis, though. We got some new outfits she and really everything. Did. I mean, she did. I mean, when I say show out, I mean, like, there's a bit, that's like her normal show out. And then it's like, she's about to be on a whole nother level. Yeah, I think the some crowd's going to be hyper. Because yeah. there's definitely points in our show where I was just like, why are y'all being so quiet? Mm-hmm. Well, I told you some of the, I don't, like, <laughs> Renaissance is, you kind of like it. You, I feel like you either love you know it or you I'm don't. Saying? Yeah, you know what I You mean? either get it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. so I think for some people it was kind of like when she, because they were doing the Renaissance songs. 
Mm. But like the stuff that people really knew, the hits, yeah, they was belting them out like love on top. That's how we won. I know the ladies in front of us too. They came because they just said they Pop like Beyonce as a performer. They yeah. didn't really know the album, the album. like yeah. that. So you're gonna have some people like that there too. So just embrace everybody. Everybody's excited. Everybody's really nice. Um, we comp- I think we complimented almost everyone we saw that we just thought their outfit was. Yes, that's why I was trying yeah. to say earlier. It was just such a vibe. It was a. It was a really really. Yeah. It did not feel. It felt like a good environment. Yeah, that's it that's. It all. just felt like a like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it like, was it was really nice. We had several people stop and take our pictures. For yes. Us. yes, as we were walking in, how many people stopped us to be like, "Y'all look so cute." Yes, like it just really felt good and. Yeah, and I that's just what you want to hear. That's you what you want to hear. Yes, okay. <laughs> Been contemplating this damn look for a year. Like, <laughs> that's what you want to make sure is like, okay, I feel good. I look good. Now I'm about to go have a good, good ass time. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. We will be right back. Hey, y'all. We looking for listener letters. We want you to DM us on Instagram um, and send us your questions and comments. We definitely are going to provide our opinions. No filter. Um, We're going to answer any and everything from relationships to kids, parents, work, drama. We want to hear all about it. Um, So let us help you out. You can uh, send the DMs to our Instagram, which is Black Women with Opinions Podcast. Yes, we know it's long. Just type it out. Um, And we're going to read it, okay? All right, you all. We're going to wrap this thing up and send this on home. Thank you so much for joining the first episode of Black Women with Opinions podcast. We hope to see you back again. We know we're going to see you back again. All right. Mm. So on that note, stay opinionated. Stay opinionated. Stay opinionated. Stripe.